The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Freaking first cut. Golly. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round three recap for this week's Charles Schwab Challenge. And joining me to break it all down, it's Mark Immelman. Hey, Mark, right right back from the golf course, right to the podcast. We appreciate that. <laughs> Raced from Colonial to our very nice hotel downtown Fort Worth, the Worthington. And here I am. It's my hotel room in behind me. It's a, it's, it's a familiar sight this time of the year. Sergio Garcia and Sebastian Munoz, was that the group that you were following around this afternoon? I was. Um, and I got to tell you, look, we know Sergio is good, but I was thoroughly impressed with Sebastian Munoz. He hits it flush. He's pretty long. He's sort of sneaky long, hold a few nice putts. And I was like, hmm, you know, because he was always the guy that, you know, came out onto a lost his card, then came back, then won down in Mississippi. And I'd never watched him play. And uh, he'd been creeping up on leaderboards, and I got to see him play on a Saturday afternoon, and uh, he held his own. But for a misstep on the final hole, I, I was impressed with what he did. Yeah, he is. Uh, I, I do like him. I like him quite a bit. And we're going to jump into the top of this leaderboard. But before we do that, make sure to follow us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. While you're there, go ahead and leave a five-star rating and review. That certainly goes a long way for us. And Mark, this feels like our weekly Saturday night date where we get to say, oh, it's Jordan Spieth in the final group. Because Jordan Spieth, once again, in the final group, this time thanks to a Saturday 66 four under par he's at 15 under total one shot clear of the man he's going to play with again on sunday but let's start with spieth uh he has just been dominant at colonial he's been unbelievably good this year so uh, this should not be unexpected no um he's very comfortable around the golf course with a bermuda grass the way he chips and putts you know the rough is up this year more than i've ever seen it um it was topped off earlier this week they couldn't get the mowers out there because it was so wet but friday morning thursday was dry enough for them just to lop it off at three inches and it's punitive in spots and 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 the way he pitches and chips out of the rough around the greens he's so creative with that wedge in hand you can see why around a golf course it's kind of intimate it's sneaky it turns one way or the other and you hit a lot of scoring clubs you can see why it feels comfortable and and then of course unlike last year here where we bought golf back Mm-hmm. The fans are just rabid for Jordan Spieth right now, and it's a hometown game, essentially. <laughs> and they are carrying him on their shoulders right now. Uh, th- yeah, it's it's been a year. They are ready to get some Jordan Spieth in their lives. You know, I- I'm glad you mentioned like Colonial itself, and I'd love to get your perspective on this. To me, it has kind of a lot of natural ebbs and flows. One and two might be your scoring opportunities early in the round, and then you get into kind of this gauntlet stretch of the course where if you're playing the next, I mean, 
in terms of Saturday, if you played the next nine holes at even par, you made up ground on the field. And then you get a couple of opportunities when you get to the second nine. And it feels like these guys have to know when the right time is to kind of push the gas down a little bit. Yeah, they certainly do. But the thing about Colonial this year with all of the rain it's had over the recent weeks and early this week, the real nature of the golf course has kind of been blunted a little bit. You know, with these small perched up greens, when they're a little firm and fiery, then any amount of Bermuda rough makes the targets even smaller because it's hard to keep the ball on the greens. And for Jordan today, um, you know, anyone else would call it smoke and mirrors because he was playing out of the rough most times. But for Jordan, it's how Jordan plays. And where the greens are just soft enough where he can play from the rough, make a few putts and still put up a competitive score. But, you know, any other time when there's less rain, this place, the way it plays, it's sort of finicky in spots, angles and fairways. Um, it's the, it's funnily enough, the one golf course where a straight shot doesn't really help you. You know, it asks you to bend the ball in both directions. And so you have to strike it well. You've got to put it in the correct sides of the fairways. And then you've got to dial your irons in, which is kind of what Jordan does. So it's a great test even now, you know, in the modern day game. And um, today it was it was funny because there was just enough wind to kind of throw the cat amongst the pigeons, but the golf course was still soft enough on the greens that, um, you know, the guys could play some offense. But still, you know, the, the morning crowd kind of took advantage. The afternoon crowd didn't really get the course very much. So I expect more of the same tomorrow. And the forecast is uh, we had a call with the PGA Tour rules staff this morning, and they said they're expecting – the greens to be firm enough tomorrow for them to have them up to about 13 on the stump meter. They're expecting with the sand capped fairways for the place to dry out a bit more. So I just hope with all the sunshine we got today with some of the wind, some more of that tomorrow that the greens firm up because then it's going to ask you to have to play out of the fairway. Mm. And that will be uh, certainly interesting for guys who've been playing out of the rough all week. Throw a cat amongst the pigeons. Is that what I heard, Mark? What does that mean? <laughs> Come on. Now. You should know me by now. This is one of the Markisms. Yeah. I mean, imagine you got a, a flock of pigeons and you okay. put a cat in there. What happens? I would imagine chaos. <laughs> so that's throwing the cat amongst the pigeons. Yeah. Got it. All right. Thank you very much. I've got a couple of Jordan Spieth nuggets here. Let me see which one I want to go with. Uh, this is going to mark his 18th round inside the top four on the leaderboard since the Phoenix Open. That's the most on tour. Here's one that I think is interesting. With a win this week, and we certainly shouldn't crown him yet, he would overtake or could overtake the number one spot mark in the FedEx Cup standings he finished 108th last year which is kind of hard to fathom even looking back yeah it's kind of crazy but he's playing like jordan played back in 15 and such where you looked at him and he was kind of not hitting it that great but hitting irons well enough and then just with the, the way he puts and with that wedge with that wedge of his is like Excalibur, okay? And then when he gets when he gets his tail up and he's making putts, he's a match for any man. And you can see how he almost grinds the guys he's playing with into yeah. just frustration. There was one hole. I mean, I had the front group, but, you know, I have a monitor, so I kind of know what's going on in the show. And there's one hole where he's just all over the joint. And Jason Kokrak's given at fairway green. And Jordan holds, I think it was nine. Jordan holds a 15-foot of a par and Kokrak two putts. And you walk off there going, she's really? But that's <laughs> sort of what he does. And, um, you know, it, it's with that being said that when he just starts to find any sort of form, you guys, 
you guys always talk about, well, if someone finds form on the greens, they win. Well, I'm like, if Jordan finds any sort of form off the tee, he's going to win just because of the other departments of his game. And we're starting to see that transpire. And then you add to that the confidence that comes along with us. I mean, that is just a winning recipe. It certainly is. The the man that he was grinding on on Saturday was Jason Kokrak, although you might not have known it by his scorecard because you mentioned it, Mark. Ian Poulter got out and shot uh, an early 64, but he was in the clubhouse kind of well before a lot of these guys uh, were really in the thick of their round. So for two guys to come out of the final group and shoot 66s is impressive. And it was Jason Kokrak who played his second nine in four under par after a couple of missteps early. We've seen him capture victory already this season he's not going to just hand this to to jordan spieth over the next 18 holes up now i mean in years past jason was kind of the big hitting talented golfer who sort of didn't have that fifth or sixth gear to close out events but i think the victory in vegas late last year has sort of elevated him to a different status on the pga tour and more importantly, it's elevated him mentally to the belief that, hold on, I can't hang with these guys. I do have the chops to be able to hang with a Spieth when he's doing Spieth things. And, and kudos to him because the front side, there was that quick start like you can see, but then the misstep on five and six where he hit some disastrous shots. And I was like, oh, here we go. And all of a sudden, he finishes with that flourish there coming in. And that birdie putt on 17, man, that was clutch and quality. So uh, I don't think he's going to capitulate tomorrow. I feel like he's going he's gonna to give Jordan all he wants. I'm glad you mentioned the putting because that is uh, the, the thing that he has unlocked. 2015, his strokes gained putting. He was 110th. 2016, 154th. 2017, 175th. He's getting worse, Mark. 2018, 110th. 2019, 103rd. Last year, 151st. This year, 7th. Uh, uh-huh. That'll do it, Mark. That'll certainly do yeah. it. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. R- run that past me. Give that to my good ear because re- there's one of the old boys on this podcast that says, "Hi, <laughs> weekend and week out ad nauseum," and you all roll your eyes like my kids at me. And you're like, "Whatever, Dad." Yeah, run that past me again. You want to win, you have to putt. I don't care how well you hit it. And Kokrak is an elite ball striker that I can tell you for free. The you got eyes on Sergio Garcia. He is probably, or at least according to our friends in Las Vegas, the most likely to kind of spoil the party. We've got two guys, plenty, you know, four shots clear of the chase pack. Sergio at 10 under, so he's four behind Kokrak. He's five behind Jordan Spieth. He's going to be playing with Ian Poulter in the penultimate group. Uh, give us your assessment of what you saw from Sergio today getting up close and personal with that pairing. It's kind of funny because. I couldn't really put a finger on it. You know, it looked like it should have been better than the score was, but you always know that there's a little weakness on the greens. Um, And the ball striking, you always know he's going to hit some quality iron shots, but he didn't really have his best stuff today. And he had a number of balls that were a little longer than what he was expected with the irons. He pulled a few iron shots, not missing the greens, but but still not hitting that stuff to sort of that inside 20-foot range where you can take advantage. So it, it was a Sergio today who, to me, didn't look like he was at his very best. And a Sergio that sort of got past the, the off day, and I'm sure he would agree with that. Um, and as far as tomorrow goes, he's just that kind of a guy that, you know, when he starts feeling it, he can knock flagsticks out of the ground. So you expect him to make a run. But the truth of it is, 
Sergio is as his putter goes. And for him to be a factor, if I think if he knocks in just a nice, you know, six, seven, eight footer early tomorrow, gets under par early and then sort of closes the gap some, you know, maybe he can be a factor. I was waiting for someone outside of that final pairing to kind of start pushing these guys, find a little bit of that momentum. I was hoping Sergio might be one of those candidates, although he played his final 15 holes, Mark, and I'm sure you know this, final 15 holes, 14 pars and one birdie. Not not a lot of momentum coming out of 14 pars in your last five, 15 holes. Yeah, it was kind of crazy, um, but the, you pointed it out earlier. You know, I thought 10 was a birdie opportunity down Breeze, and he hit a decent shot in there and missed. Then 11, that 600-yard par 5 was into the wind. 12, he stiffed one. There, I mean, I had a lob wedge nearly hold out. And then hit an average iron on 13. 14, he had a wedge in there and hit it like 20 feet, which was a misfire. The next hole, he had inside 100 yards and hit it to like 20 feet, which was another misfire. And uh, then 17, he had a wedge in there and also didn't hit it that close, 20, 25 feet. So it, it was sort of, again, unlike Garcia because he put the ball in play to be able to take advantage and he just didn't hit his wedges uh, cleanly enough. One last thing on Sergio because I was I forgot to bring this up earlier. We talk so much for Phil Mickelson's longevity. Sergio mm-hmm. Garcia won this event 20 years ago and he is back in contention this week. So a tip of the cap to Sergio who for now over two decades has been has been contending in golf tournaments. Hey to that. Uh, we actually on Golf Channel um I think it might have been Friday showed footage of Sergio winning in 2001 and his caddy back then glenn murray is on the bag for sergio this week they hooked up a few weeks ago so i mean you've got these two puppies really and now they're back together as old men and i joked with glenn in the fairway i was out ahead and i'm checking on the lie of the ball and he shows up there he's south african incidentally uh, from my wife's hometown and he looks down at the yardage book and he has to put on his reading glasses. And I actually oh, laughed out loud at him. I'm like, seriously? And he goes, yeah, for the last two years, but And so I'm like, yeah, I get you. Um, but Sergio is sort of aging us, but but he's still, I mean, he hits the thing flush. He's, he's, he's sort of evergreen, kind of like Phil. Uh, certainly is. Okay, we're going to look at the odds from William Hill and try to figure out who's going to win this golf tournament. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Are you still suffering from supply chain issues? Are they disrupting your operations? Well, have no fear because Graybar has you covered and you can rely on their nationwide logistics network to get what you need, where they need, when they need to get there and all within budget. Graybar is a trusted and leading North American distributor of electrical communications, data networking, industrial products, literally supporting products of any industry, construction, hospitals, industrial plants, schooling, it doesn't matter. Just one clear mission to serve as that vital link in the supply chain, adding value for customers and suppliers with innovative solutions and services. So here's what you need to do. Visit graybar.com to start an order today. Visit graybar.com to start an order today and fix those supply chain issues with Graybar. 
And we're back. Uh, it should be no surprise, Mark. It was basically this way after round one. It was this way after round two. William Hill is not going to get burnt by a Jordan Spieth victory or a potential Jordan Spieth victory. They have installed him at minus 250, meaning you need to lay $250 to win 100 with Jason Kokrak, the only man really within arm's reach at plus 225. So uh, it is safe to say, Mark, that William Hill is certainly expected a Jordan Spieth victory in about 24 hours. Um, that makes a lot of sense, just the way he plays. And with, I would almost say, the mental edge that he might have. And then, of course, the crowds. I don't think there was one guy in the gallery that was pulling for Jason Kokrak. <laughs> with love to Jason. Um, so there's those elements that are brought to bear. And, you know, looking at Jason Kokrak's odds, I'd lay 100 bucks on him just because. You know, he hits, a, he hits the ball great. You know, he's long enough to, to take advantage on some of these holes and get some scoring clubs. And he showed his chops this afternoon. You know, that back nine that he played, where he forced himself back into the game. But still, you know, it's Jordan. It's Colonial. He owns this place. He's got the fans behind him. And he puts like Jesus. So, uh, so, so I'm, I'm gonna, I'm going for Jordan. You're going for Jordan. I believe I'm going for Jordan. Brent Harris in the chat going for Jason Kokrak at plus 225. Uh, this is a situation that we saw kind of in uh, the CJ Cup last year, which was played at Shadow Creek, where you know Kokrak can go out and he can get hot. He shot a, a Sunday 64, ended up winning that golf tournament. But what I think is even more interesting about this board here, Mark, is it, it, it's a two and a half horse race. It's speed, it's Kokrak. Sergio's 22 to one. I don't even know if I want to include him in the conversation, but then William Hill says, whatever you want after that, it's 125 to one or longer. Ian Poulter, 125 to one. Sebastian Munoz, 125 to one. Brendan Todd, 150 to one. So uh, this this is not much love and and I get it. They're, they're seven strokes back or more, uh, but it's, it's always jarring to see these numbers on a Sunday when there's usually so many guys in the mix. Well, you have seen at this golf course, Rick, where folks have gone out and they've done the super low stuff in the final round. I believe Phil shot 62 en route to one of his victories, and it's happened here before. And maybe a polter or someone who gets a little hot starts rattling stuff off and, and shoots 63. But still, then you're asking both Kokrak and Spieth and Garcia to a large extent to, to not do anything decent. And, and I just feel like there's still enough softness in the golf course that – you know, those incessant paper cuts. You're not going to hemorrhage yourself to death around here. You're going to make a bogey, then a bogey, then a bogey, you know, that sort of thing. And so you sort of paper, paper cut yourself. I just can't see too much of that happening with a, with the softness of the greens. All right. Well, approximately this time tomorrow, we'll know who the champion of the Charles Schwab challenge is, and we'll be back to break it all down. But for now, let me thank producer Jacob. He does all the hard work behind the scenes. Let me thank Mark Immelman, who you can find at Mark underscore Immelman. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been The First Cut, and we'll catch you next time. I do my best to live a healthy lifestyle. I try to get out there, work out, break a sweat when possible. I'm not necessarily a fitness or a, a wellness freak, but I'm just trying to be a little bit healthier every single day, which is where Sun Warrior comes into play for me. It is a plant-based, eco-friendly, performance-boosting, 
all things brand that I want to talk about. And it's their active nutrition line that is something that I've been messing around with over the course of the past couple of months. And it's really working out for me because with protein, creatine, pre-workout, and hydration, these products are designed to optimize your performance. And I'm always up for optimizing any aspect of my life, even boosting my own energy reserves or being more hydrated after a long day in the gym or on the golf course. It really does turbocharge my recovery. It's something that I really take seriously and it's real nutrition for real life. So go check out sunwarrior.com and use code first. 